0: Scotiabank is proud to co present the Thrive podcast for women entrepreneurs. Through the Scotiabank Women Initiative, Scotiabank aims to help advance women led businesses with access to capital, education, and mentorship. To learn more, visit ScotiabankWomenInitiative.com. BDC is the only bank devoted exclusively to entrepreneurs. And we're committed to the success of women entrepreneurs and majority women-owned companies across Canada. As a proud partner of the Thrive Podcast, we're here to help you start, grow, or scale your business. Find out more at bdc.ca forward slash women today. Applications are now open for the Canadian Export Challenge. CXC 2020, presented in partnership with UPS, the Trade Commissioner Service, and Export Development Canada, along with MasterCard and Scotiabank, and powered by Google Canada, is the first nationwide fully digital pitch competition for Canadian exporters. This year, the Canadian Export Challenge will be accepting all first-round pitches through online video submissions. Don't miss your chance to pitch for up to $25,000 cash and up to $100,000 in support. What are you waiting for? Submit your pitch video now. The free events are open to attend for all Canadian entrepreneurs and anyone interested in learning more about the Canadian export ecosystem. Register at startupcan.ca forward slash CXC. listening to the Thrive podcast on the Startup Canada podcast network where we help women entrepreneurs to start and build thriving businesses. On the Thrive podcast, we connect you with leading experts, entrepreneurs, and organizations that provide capital, mentorship, training, tools, and other support to help you make your vision a reality faster. This podcast is a production of Startup Canada, Canada's entrepreneurship organization, and is presented in partnership with the Business Development Bank of Canada and Scotiabank. I'm your host, Kayla Isabel, Executive Director at Startup Canada. Welcome to the show. We are thrilled to have Sloan Muldoon on our show today. Sloan is the Scotiabank Senior Vice President, Prairie Region. Sloan was appointed to this role in May 2017 with responsibility for providing leadership and driving results in retail and small business. Sloan is an active member of the Scotiabank Women Initiative Advisory Board as well. Sloan has been with Scotiabank since 1991 and has held progressively more senior roles in the bank. Most recently, Managing Director for the Caribbean East Region and Country Head and Managing Director, Cayman Islands and British Virgin Islands. Prior to this, Sloan assisted in developing the bank's long-term strategies relative to strategic planning for the year 2020, and has held a number of senior management positions within the bank, including District Vice President, Alberta South, Vice President of Agriculture, Commercial Banking. Welcome to the show, Sloan. Glad to join you this morning, Kayla. Here we go. So before we dive into today's conversation, Sloan, what are the top pieces of advice that you want women entrepreneurs to take out of our chat today?
1: You know, I've thought long and hard about sort of top two pieces of advice uh, that we can take away from from COVID and and this conversation. Mm. And I've narrowed it down to two. So firstly, female entrepreneurs are very resilient. And I think right now during COVID and beyond is really important to build resilience into your business plan, incorporate it into the DNA of your company And that's gonna serve you well during COVID and beyond COVID-19. Secondly, invest in your business plan. Mm. Spend some time deep diving into your business plan, doing some self-reflection. And what I would say is do this for yourself and for your business, not for the banker. And that would be time well
0: spent. Mm. That's, that's great. Those are great pieces of advice, Sloan. And, and I love that idea of building resilience into your business DNA, just sort of shifting our mindset around how we see resilience as being really essential. Um, I, I love that that idea of building it to, into your DNA. Um, so diving into question two, um, you know, there's a lot of turmoil you know, that we're seeing in the Canadian entrepreneurial landscape, um, particularly now. Um, what are the, some of the trends that you're seeing from your perspective at Scotiabank?
1: Well, Kayla, what I've really observed is that everybody needs a plan, whether it's COVID or, or not. Mm. And it's from the first call I got from my personal dentist early on in COVID, and her and I talking about having a plan and during uh, having an action plan. And so whether you're a dentist, whether you're a restaurant, or whether you're a hairdresser, we all need to plan for emergencies and plan to grow as the market changes. Some questions that one should consider during all of this turmoil is, you know if my bricks and mortar shut down, how can I generate additional revenue streams? And many of you have already experienced this. So what are my different revenue streams? What are my different mediums? What are my potential different customer base? And then think about, how am I gonna collect my receivables? How am I gonna accept payments? Do I have enough digital in my business to be able to do that, including make my payments? And think about my online delivery system. As I look towards different revenue streams and different customers making purchases in a different way, is my online delivery system sufficient for today and beyond? And if I scale that, is there a real opportunity by going online? So those are a few of the questions that if Mm. I was a female entrepreneur and I am a banker giving some advice, those are things that I would reflect upon. Mm.
0: Yeah, those are great pieces of advice, Sloan, and I think definitely having a plan at moments like this is so essential, and the absence of it, I think many entrepreneurs have felt um, viscerally that, you know, they may not have had um, a crisis plan or some type of um, plan to also diversify their revenue streams, that I think they've become potentially more vulnerable in those types of positions as well. Um, but it's interesting to see how organizations have now pivoted and built those into to their foundational processes. Uh, so hopefully we can learn some some valuable lessons moving forward as we build Build new businesses. Uh, so, in terms of Scotiabank support specifically for women entrepreneurs, um, what are the resources available for businesses affected by COVID-19 and particularly within our women audience that's listening today? Okay.
1: So, Kayla, we do have a program called the Scotiabank Women Initiative. And it's a mm-hmm. comprehensive program that was launched about 18 months ago that supports women-owned and women-led businesses. And this program was launched on the premise of three different pillars. Number one, access to capital. Number two, mentorship. And number three, education. And so overall, the program is to provide female entrepreneurs with meaningful, useful content to help start, grow, build, sustain, shape your business with long-term success in mind. So I'd like to talk a little bit about the educational component, particularly during Mm COVID-19. So... We have an online knowledge center within the Scotiabank Women Initiative and this is where we've put a lot of content to support female entrepreneurs whether it be learning aids podcasts and research that is available to all women entrepreneurs. We've recently added the Go to Special Edition podcast series for female entrepreneurs and it focuses on resilience. And this special edition has Canadian women entrepreneurs providing tips and insight, how they can build their business, grow their business, pivot and adapt to the new normal and potentially transform their business. The podcasts have a variety of topic experts and Canadian women entrepreneurs who provide applicable business strategies and some of their own personal leadership considerations and stories of resilience and action. So I encourage you to download some of the podcasts through scotiabankwomeninitiative.com and that's how we've provided some online education during COVID-19 when we're not having as many face-to-face conversations.
0: Fantastic. Well, great uh, call to action to our listeners today to to provide them with some additional um, podcast learnings, because I I know we're always looking for additional spaces to to learn these types of insights and and really great to see Scotiabank um, step up in providing um, these resources, particularly on resilience. Um, So there you go, listeners. We've got some homework for you uh, after this podcast today. So I have a question for you, Sloane. So what don't women entrepreneurs know about banking services uh, and COVID-19 that they need to know? Um, What are those gaps or areas that you're seeing, particularly in terms of women entrepreneurs and their banking?
1: So what I would say is the best time to apply for credit is when you may not need it. Mm. And the best time to build for your emergency fund is when your business is thriving. And those have been some of the lessons learned through COVID. So when I'm talking to customers, who suggest that they may not need the credit, I may have a conversation with them about, you know what, your business is really thriving. Maybe this is when you do need some capital available to you for potential downturns in our markets that will eventually come. And the other piece of advice I'd give about banking services and relative to COVID-19 is all of the financial institutions have a variety of relief programs available. And I would encourage you to communicate with your financial advisor relative to the government relief programs available, as well as the relief programs supported by your financial institution.
0: Wonderful. And how can women entrepreneurs be sure that they're getting the the best support from their bankers? You know, what types of questions might they be asking? How do they know that they're getting the best support from those banking, those bankers and banking uh, institutions as well?
1: So, so banking is about building a relationship, a two-way relationship between the female entrepreneur and, and the banker. And it's surrounding yourself with a team of trusted advisors. You have a legal advisor, you have an accounting advisor, you have some advisors um, in, in your personal circle. The banker should be part of that trusted advisory relationship. So encourage yourself to have regular conversations with the banker. And of course, When times change and the public health situation permits, that's a great time to have your banker visit your business. You know your business better than anyone else. I want to see your business. I want to understand your business. And there's nothing better than actually going to your premise to understand your business. So invest in the relationship. Encourage your banker to invest in the relationship. And to me, that would be the recipe for success.
0: Fantastic. That sounds like a great recipe of success to me. Uh, So what do you want, uh, you know, women entrepreneurs and those listening today, what would you like them to keep in mind during the pandemic in terms of managing cash flow? Um, And and how do you suggest that they prepare for when things start to return to business as usual? You know, we are seeing um, things open up and and sort of a shift in what the economy is looking like. Um, What advice do you have for women entrepreneurs um, that they should be keeping in mind as, uh, you know, our environment continues to evolve? So I think
1: I'd make two points, Kayla. Number one is prepare that cash flow projection. And I would suggest using you know three scenarios: a worst-case scenario, a base case scenario, as well as an upside scenario. And then that way you are erring on the side of caution and you're being conservative in some of those scenarios. What I'd also suggest is there's some great tools on our website to assist you with that. And really know what you have, understand what you're going to need. And invest some time and energy into that cash flow projection. Mm. And secondly, and this is really, really important, there have been so many leadership and business lessons learned during the downturn. Incorporate that into your business going forward. That will help build resilience into your business. And remember what I said earlier invest in your online delivery model. As you see consumers make purchasing decisions differently, Online will be a potential medium that will give you that upcase scenario when you're doing your cash flow projections.
0: So Sloan, what are really the main challenges that women face in terms of banking? Can you provide our audience with a bit of um, knowledge setting uh, around the specific challenges that you see women entrepreneurs faced with?
1: Great question, Kayla. And what I thought I'd maybe share with you mm. today is um, some factoids around gender differences um, when applying for credit. Yeah. Does that work? Fantastic. Okay. So in a recent study of a thousand entrepreneurs in Canada, there's some real fascinating statistics came forward. And what we learned are women are less apt to apply for credit than men. And so interestingly enough, the outcome was that more women were actually approved for credit than their male counterparts. And so you might wonder why. So, to me, what this outlines is in general, a female entrepreneur is a little more risk averse than her male counterpart. Yet, when it comes time for approval, their business cases are solid, their cash flow projections are very good, and their overall business plan warrants capital. So what this leads me to suggest is continuing to invest in the financial knowledge and acumen through some of our tools on our Scotiabank Women Initiative site so that therefore the confidence of a female entrepreneur goes up and we are more apt or as equally apt to apply for credit as our male counterparts. And I found this a really Fascinating and interesting study.
0: absolutely. I, i'm I'm stunned, but also not completely surprised. I think it's it's really interesting to see how that confidence piece could manifest um, in terms of banking, but uh, really interesting to have that data um, so that we can work really actively to to encourage women um, to to potentially reduce that perception um, of risk and shift their mindset um, because clearly they're prepared with those business plans and with all of the various moving parts. Um so really interesting study, Sloan.
1: Yeah, absolutely fascinating.
0: What additional pressures are really being put onto women entrepreneurs that you're seeing during COVID-19?
1: So, Kayla, I'm just going to make a general statement, then I'll talk specifically about Mm COVID-19. So my observation of female entrepreneurs is they are able to multitask and juggle many, many priorities. But COVID has really layered on some additional responsibilities. When you think about now I'm homeschooling my children... I might be the primary caregiver for some aging parents. There might be multiple people in my household trying to work from home, including the dogs coming in and out, the air conditioning repairman coming out, Mm -hmm. the lawn requiring mowing, and then guess what? We need to make a few meals in between. Mm -hmm. So those are a whole uh, list of additional responsibilities or additional challenges facing a female entrepreneur during Mm COVID-19. And we're handling them beautifully. But I do wonder what will happen in the fall, Kayla. You know, we're hoping to return to school. We're hoping that daycare is open. But there is this scenario where they not may where they may not open to a hundred percent. So I think it's really important as an entrepreneur to think about what those possibilities are and how I'm going to juggle my many responsibilities and yet keep my business thriving as we come through COVID 19. So this is very different than a year ago, and I think it's really relevant to think about what are the scenarios come fall that may have my responsibilities pulled in multiple different directions.
0: So Sloan, what's next for the Scotiabank Women Initiative? Um, what can women entrepreneurs look forward to in terms of programming?
1: Okay, Kayla, so I would say that there's three things that one could look forward to. Number one, I referenced the Knowledge Center. There's gonna be additional content posted to the Knowledge Center, including more podcasts and more learning aids. So number one, the Online Knowledge Center. Number two, virtual boot boot camps are gonna be held throughout the country starting in the fall, where there's a keynote speaker, a skill build session, and an opportunity to meet like-minded entrepreneurs. And number three, a number of virtual group mentorship sessions that will be held across this country, supported by subject matter experts on content relative to the audience. So how can I get involved? The online center is available to everyone in this audience and the virtual boot camps and group mentorship sessions. You can have a conversation with any Scotiabank business advisor across this country relative to upcoming events.
0: Wonderful, we look forward to tuning in in the fall. Great. Um, and so when you think of of uh, you know, a number of pieces of advice that you've offered during our conversation today, what do you think is the most actionable piece of advice for the women listening to our podcast um, that they can take and implement directly into their businesses after listening to today's conversation?
1: I think the single biggest investment one can make is over-investing in your business plan. Mm. Supported by cash flow projections, your technology plan, your resilience plan, your digital plan, your online delivery plan, and incorporating all of your key business partners into that plan as well as I referenced, including your banker.
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you, Sloan, for joining us on the Thrive Podcast today. Some wonderful takeaways uh, uh, for our audience today. So thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks, Kayla. It was my pleasure.
0: Thank you for joining us this week on the Thrive Podcast, where we help women entrepreneurs to start and build thriving businesses. Thank you to the Startup Canada production team, BDC and Scotiabank for helping us to power women entrepreneurs. Visit startupcan.ca forward slash women to download the playbook resources for women entrepreneurs with a comprehensive list of support for you and your business. Visit startupcan.ca for the latest episodes of the Startup Canada podcast hosted by Matthew Curtis and plug in to the Startup Canada network. Until next time, I'm Kayla Isabel. It's time to thrive.